Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf, episode 152. Hello again, everyone. Tom Purcell here once again, and thanks for joining us. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber who's caught all 150-plus, either way, we're glad you're with us and joining me today in studio special guest, normally his quarterly, semi-annually appearance, Vice President of Purchasing and Vendor Relations, Kerry Cabase. Kerry, how are you? Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you inviting me. You have an awesome guest today. We sure do. Someone that you've known a long time, well-respected in the industry, joining us from out west it's early his time, but it's fine our time. Mr. Chip Brewer, CEO of Callaway Golf. Chip, thanks so much for joining us. It's been uh, long overdue. Apologies on our part, but glad we finally caught up. Thanks, Tom. Good to be here. Good to have Carrie on as well. Let's go back. You know, Michael J. Fox hopping the DeLorean back to the future, set the clock back around 60s, 70s, or whatever. Tell the listeners a little bit about your past, how you got involved with golf, the love of this game, and, and how you grew up. I grew up around the game of golf. My mother and father are both avid golfers and, uh, you know, very influential in, in getting me into the game. Uh, my father in particular is uh, an accomplished player um, and uh, was very involved in the game, both uh, locally and on a national level. Um, worked uh, as the, on the executive committee of the USGA and the board of directors of the PGA of America. And, uh, like I said, a good player. He played... Uh, uh, very well on a, on a regional and a little bit on a national level as an amateur. And um, so he was very influential. But I, I caddied. I worked in the golf shop. I picked the range. Uh, my summers were uh, from a very young age about uh, golf. And I would caddy in the morning and then play until it got dark and uh, dropped off at the golf course again at 6.30 in the morning to repeat that uh, process so i fell in love with it uh got good enough to play a little bit uh of junior golf and in college golf nothing particular flashy about that but i loved it and uh uh then serendipity happened really and um you know i went out to seek my fame and fortune and professional career and did that for a number of years and through a friend of a friend, I got recruited to come to Adams Golf in 1998. Uh, Barney Adams uh, uh, was the founder of Adams, and um, he was uh, uh, gracious enough to give me an opportunity to come there and run sales, and uh, I had a great run there from 98 through uh, last year, so 2012, beginning of 2012. Uh, learned a ton. Had a blast. Uh, we formed a, a good team and had uh, a little bit of success there. And then, uh, you know, I got the opportunity of a lifetime uh, a year ago, and that was coming to Callaway Golf. And I really could never have planned that uh, well enough. So it's complete luck and uh, has been uh, a wonderful opportunity and really a dream uh, job for me to come here and, and be the new CEO of Callaway Golf. Chip, let's talk about that. Your, the calling you got to, mm-hmm. from, from Callaway Golf. Uh, wow. I mean, obviously, they needed, you know, your company needed some help. You had to come and make some tough decisions. That's, that's not an easy thing to do, but you've had to reposition the company, kind of restructure and realign. Talk, talk about that and, and how that plays in uh, and reflects on the new product line you have this year, which is sure, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
like I said, you know, when you really look at it, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. I, I am a golfer, you know, down to my soul. I love the game of golf and uh, uh, am all about it. And so to get the opportunity to work in this industry was really a blessing. Um, but I never really thought I would be an industry guy, but, you know, gosh darn it, I am now. And uh, once you become an industry guy, the opportunity to run Callaway is as good as it gets. Obviously, this is one of the best brands in golf and has been so for many, many years. This company's uh, resources are second to none, and it really has a, a iconic history. I mean, Callaway really brought this industry into its modern era of space-age research and development in the arms race that is now uh, the technology movement of the, of the business. And uh, so, you know, for a little guy like me who uh, was always looking up to the big guys, um, you know, having a chance to be at the helm here was, was wonderful. Uh, but as you said, it, it had struggled for the last few years. Um, had lost some market share, and a little bit of the mojo had uh, uh, been tarnished. So coming in, we had to make some changes. And some of those changes from a business perspective weren't very much fun because we had to cut some costs and had to right-size uh, the business. Um, and, you know, I'm, I do those. Uh, I've had to do them in the past, um, but you hate them. You lose sleep, uh, and you you know you just get through it because it, it's not a, a lot of fun. But the stuff that is fun is around the potential of this business, the passion that exists in the uh, people here, and you know the resources to be able to you know fire up the team and redirect uh, the organization. Um, to, you know, get excited, get passionate about making the world's best golf clubs. Uh, we spend nearly $30 million a year in R&D, uh, and we have a lot of impressive people in that organization, from uh, PhDs to metallurgists to aerodynamicists, and redirecting their energy and focus back singularly around product performance so that the products are more aggressive and contemporary and push the limit, um, you know, that's a blast. Uh, to refocus the tour uh, efforts, um, to go sign exciting new players like uh, from Rio Ishikawa to James Hahn and Gary Woodland and Chris Kirk, um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, to get the sales team fired up again, to get in with the customers and really drive sell-through. Um, that's a lot of fun. And then, you know, rebuilding the marketing side so that, you know, it's most, more contemporary and uh, engaging and authentic. And, you know, talking about the product performance, the distance benefits, um, and watching them do lots of fun things from, you know, the social media side and, and all of the involvement on uh, uh, Twitter and uh, the blogs to just cool little fun stuff like bomb patches where 
on tour are uh, we happen to have a lot of long hitters, which is not uh, not complete luck. We uh, uh, we think the long ball is cool. We are designing clubs that hit it further, and we decided it might make sense to have uh, golfers that deliver on that. And in fact, on the PGA Tour, the top three players in driving distance uh, just so happen to be Callaway players. And uh, uh, any Callaway player that hits a drive of 325 yards or uh, further gets a bomb patch, which looks kind of like, well, it's a little bomb and a fuse. Uh, but the idea came from football helmets. Uh, you've seen uh, Ohio State and many others. A little less at, at Auburn recently, unfortunately, Carrie. But uh, <laughs> they're, they're repositioning as well, Jim. <laughs> yes, I understand. I've been through that, my brother. But uh, you know, on the uh, helmets, well, the, these guys put them on their bags, etc. These patches, and they're having a blast with it. And uh, we're doing this week, this month, because uh, it's Odyssey month. We're doing drain patches. So if you, you uh, make a putt over a certain length, you get a, uh, a patch and. That brings the rest of us back into the fold because I don't get too many bomb patches for 325. But on tour, they get a lot. And it's been a lot of fun, and I'm happy to say we're making progress. And uh, uh, the hard part of the turnaround, I hope, is behind us, and we're into the fun stage. Well, Chip, you've had a lot to do with getting uh, this working in all cylinders. Tell us a little bit about uh, X-Hot. I mean, talk about a fantastic product. I know your hand was involved with that a lot. And also, uh, even I watched a little tournament yesterday. I saw a lot of Versa putters on the golf course yesterday. So talk a little bit about the products that have really uh, helped uh, Callaway get back to where they need to be. Well, the product's everything. Product's the keystone of our business. It's uh, uh, the central point of our strategy going forward. And you know, that may be the one fundamental thing that, uh, you know, I added some value with because, uh, you know, we cut through the confusion of what is the most important factor, and uh, it is and always will be product here. Uh, like I said, we're blessed with an incredible R&D organization. So when I came in last year uh, in March, you know, we were going through the product line for next year, which is now this year's product. And uh, a lot of it was phenomenal. Um, you know, the Versa putters, they had designed those, and uh, uh, but they weren't going to move them into market quite as fast as I wanted. They were going to, you know, hold those. So we, we accelerated that. But, uh, you know, the team had done a, a wonderful job with it. Uh, you know, what really got me excited was the new fairy wood, the, you know, Fairy Woods has been an interesting category, and as you know, with my background at Adams Golf and uh, uh, experience in the industry, I've always been uh, a keen observer of the Fairy Wood market, and it's been important. Callaway's always had uh, a wonderful position in that Fairy Wood category, and often the best, uh, certainly market-leading position. But over the last few years, with the advent of high CUR fairy woods, which uh, competitors and especially TaylorMade, they just did a wonderful job, and they were running the table in that category. And candidly, we weren't competitive. Um, So when they showed me the 2013 line, it didn't really have us addressing that fact. And, you know, that's when I had a a little heart-to-heart with the the team. And, you know, all I told them is that they need to launch – product that you know they're proud of that's that they're passionate about 
and uh, uh, they were able to, within a short period of time, completely redo that Ferrywood lineup for 2013, and the outcome of that was the X-Hot. And it moved us from not in the game in Ferrywoods to, uh, you know, what I strongly believe is the best Ferrywood in golf. It had the highest CORs of any steel fairy woods in the market, and yet still easy to hit and, you know, aesthetically very attractive. So uh, that when they did that, it not only made them proud, but it made me both proud and I knew at that stage that I'm in the right place. This is going to be a blast because when you have people that have that ability and passion, and all you really got to do is focus them and get out of their way. Uh, combine that with the brand strength of Callaway. This is uh, this is good an opportunity as ever going to exist, and uh, I'm one lucky guy. Yeah, and like you said, it's great to see you get to see them be excited again and 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 really jumping up and down about this. It's unbelievable because we've had a lot of work to do here, and uh, uh, you know you always wonder in the new guy because they you know. They kind of have to do it because I'm the boss, but they don't have to buy in. They don't have to get excited. And, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing and seeing, they really are, and, you know, the product shows it. Our product is phenomenal, and uh, that's how we're going to regain market share and get the consumers in the world excited about Callaway again. Product first and foremost, but then, you know, complement it with, the sales organization, the marketing, and the tour that uh, puts the, the frosting on the cake. Chip Brewer joining us from Callaway Golf. And, Chip, we jumped in the DeLorean and went back in time a few minutes ago. Let's let's set the clock ahead and see. What, what do you see, if you had a crystal ball, future right now for the industry, the game, and, and so on and so forth? Well, the, you know, I love this industry, and, and uh, you know, it's constantly evolving. And, uh, you know, technology moves at a rapid clip now, and I, I see that continuing. Uh, we're going to be pushing forward with new materials, new approaches. And one of the, you know, most obvious and significant trends that we're seeing uh, uh, is really the emphasis on fitting and uh, adjustability in the, in the golf clubs. And I see that accelerating. And what that does is, you know, delivers a whole new performance benefit for the consumer, but it also increases the value of outstanding customer service and technical skills like you can find at the Edwin Watts uh, golf shops. Uh, Because we all know that most times uh, the consumer gets fit for that specific club adjust it, and then forget about it from that point forward. And candidly, I think that's what they should do. Um, but the fact that you can dial it in, if you would, uh, make the adjustments from shaft to head, uh, face angle, loft, and often CG positions, um, those are subtle and relevant performance benefits, and I see that uh, accelerating as a trend, and uh, I think it's a positive because it increases the uh, the amount and value of service in this business. 
Well, Chip, there's no doubt that uh, if you can fit a person for the right club, right shaft, right loft, all the specifications, he will play better golf. And I think you're exactly right. I think that's one thing that's really uh, been a big emphasis. It is an emphasis with us and uh, with the industry, with the ability for adjustability. But uh, I think uh, we tell people now, you know, the tour players get to go out to Callaway, the uh, center, and get fit and try all the different things. They can come to a golf shop now and get that done. Yeah. And that, and they really should be doing that because, uh, you know, you can't utilize the technology that is built into these modern drivers without that level of uh, service and, and expertise. And if you know, and the benefit is worth it. So it's it's a great trend, and it's good for the business, and it, I believe it'll accelerate. Chip, we have a number of initiatives going on to help grow the game, um, getting more women involved, getting more youth involved, you know, getting the game cool again. And I think we're, we're succeeding in doing that, we meaning the industry. Talk about that in, from your perspective. You know, one of the neat things about uh, the whole grow the game initiatives of the last few years is it's finally united uh, all of the relevant uh, factions and uh, players in the industry, from USGA to PGA of America to uh, all of the equipment manufacturers and retailers and, and uh, you know, major institutions in the game, we're all aligned uh, behind uh, growing the game and making sure it's a vibrant, fun, and exciting uh, game now and, and going forward. So game, uh, initiatives such as Get Golf Ready, um, the First Tee, and Tee It Forward, um, you know, these are wonderful initiatives uh, that are tangible. Uh, you know, I always got frustrated when you talk about initiatives and, you know, they don't really do anything. It's just talk. Uh, we'll Get Golf Ready, you know, Tee It Forward and the First Tee, uh, you can specifically say what they do and how they will, uh, you know, grow the game by uh, creating more golfers and, and more uh, excited people about the game. So love them, uh, love how the entire industry is behind them, and, uh, you know, we're excited about that going forward. Um, I think that what we need more is just we need to get more people in the game, but specifically women. Um, there's still too much of a, a male dominance in the sport, and uh, when you look at the growth potential, I think uh, women uh, should be much more represented like they are in other countries, and I think that will uh, make the game better. Uh, we intend to help uh, drive that a little bit here at Callaway. Chip, I got two putter questions for you. I was out on the putting green the other day, and I had a chance to use the tank. And I'd like to have your comments on that. I think it's pretty cool. And if you have a uh, maybe your opinion of the anchoring situation, that's uh, obviously a lot of the news in golf now. Well, the tank has been a, a home run uh, uh, introduction for uh, us. Um, we're having a hard time keeping in stock, and. Uh, uh, it's already won on the European Tour. It's getting a fair amount of play on the PGA. It's it's a uh, heavy counterbalanced uh, putter, um, and uh, it really is a substitute for anchoring. And uh, you know, I, I played with a guy you know this weekend, Greg Brown, Kerry, and you know he was making putts from all over the place. And if he can make putts, damn, that thing must be special. 
And uh, so really excited about that, and I think there's some more potential to, uh, to grow that franchise. But the, the tank's been phenomenal, and uh, we're going to uh, get behind that technology even further. Um, anchoring, obviously, is the, the big issue of the last, jeez, uh, you'd say today, but it seems like we've been talking about it forever now, so certainly feels like six months. Um, and, uh, you know, the RNA and the USGA have decided that that is most likely uh, going to be contrary to the best interest of the game, in their opinion, and we're all anxiously awaiting their, uh, their ruling on that. Uh, you know, my opinion on it, I'm a huge supporter of the USGA, as you know. I've probably... Uh, the largest supporter of the USGA from the equipment side of the business that there is. Uh, I don't see eye to eye on this one. I probably would not, if I was in their position, you know, support uh, changing the rules to ban anchoring. But if they do do that, and it appears likely they're going to, um, then it's products like the tank and arm lock uh, that Odyssey is coming out with that's going to create different uh, approaches and keep uh, keep some more players into the game and, and uh, be a solution for those that have been anchoring and using that successfully. So I'm excited about how the team is uh, already working very hard and, and uh, effectively on alternatives to anchoring. Chip, want to thank you for joining us today. Thirty minutes of your time is uh, is very, very valuable. We want to thank you. And uh, uh, before we close, just a you know a couple words from you for uh, our listeners, our customers, your customers. Well, I, I, it's my pleasure to be on. I've always loved the relationship with uh, Edwin Watts and the team down there. I've known you guys uh, personally for many years, and uh, uh, really appreciate your support of. Uh, of Callaway, um, the Callaway Golf brand is is a great one. It's uh, on the way back, and uh, I think you're going to be able to sell and play our products with a great deal of pride over the next few years. So, thanks for the opportunity to be on the call, and thanks for the opportunity to uh, to partner with you and drive this great brand. Yep, thanks for having. Me. One last big question, though. You know, I'm not going to let you get away with this. So the Eagles draft, and is Chip Kelly the right guy for the Eagles? Chip Kelly is, uh, is I'm excited about Chip Kelly. Now, uh, I thought that the quarterback pick, uh, the USC guy, who's a pocket guy, now we're going to have to, Chip's going to have to decide what his um, system's going to be in the, uh, in the pros, but... Uh, uh, yeah, it's nice to see the Eagles um, recommitting to uh, the team after a disappointing year or two, and uh, we're, we're excited about the Chip Kelly era. I think he's going to do a great job. <laughs> he's got the right first name, right? So there you go. <laughs> yeah, Chip, thanks, thanks so much for joining us. It's been great. Uh, maybe we can do it again soon. All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Chip Brewer, everybody, thanks so much for uh, joining us. And, Kerry, we've had several CEOs on. I think about four or five, you've been in the room every time with us. Uh, none of them have disappointed, and what a great interview with Chip. He's fantastic and uh, very humble, I believe, Tom. I, I think Chip definitely was the right person to 
to uh, lead Callaway. Uh, he's uh, already had a big uh, influence on what's happening there. He's definitely a product guy. He mentioned the Exot uh, franchise, which is we've had huge success with it. I definitely would uh, tell our listeners uh, to head into the shop and try those golf clubs. They're, they're really fantastic. He wasn't lying about the length. I mean, you can really hit these things a long way. So uh, really excited about having him at Callaway. And uh, I'll assure you uh, from a product standpoint, They'll have some great stuff coming out. I've already heard some rumors about 2014. they got some really great stuff coming. Yeah, how about that background? Caddying, junior golf, a little bit of college golf. Who's that sound like? Yeah. Edwin himself. Sounds Absolutely. just like Edwin in golf. Mirrors, mirrors Edwin. Kerry, thanks so much for joining us, and thanks again to uh, Chip Brewer and our friends at Callaway Golf for setting that up, and to you, our listeners, and we'll do it again next time. And we have another episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.